Today, I'm going to talk about who you will become when you achieve your goals or when you become successful or, you know, if you're an athlete winning the championship or winning the gold medal, or if you're a CEO scaling your business and selling and exiting, who will you become when you do that? Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success so you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Many successful people don't like who they become. And whether that's because of the drive and the commitment, the obsession over the years, and when they actually arrive at achieving their goal, the only thing they've got to show for it is perhaps a mental health challenge, physical health challenge, their life's been out of balance, their relationships have deteriorated, maybe they've had, it's resulted in divorce, and they look back and say, was it worth it? And This is something I think we all need to be mindful of as successful people, high achievers, people that want to really do well in life, is that whatever we achieve in life doesn't become our identity. Now, for me, my obsessive nature, my drive, my determination has helped me achieve my goals, but it's not necessarily enabled me to be the best version of myself. Perhaps I thought I was. And if you ask people that perhaps surrounded me, whether it was the the teams that I'd worked with, maybe they enjoyed it, they liked it. But there was also a level of damage, whether it was in my personal life, because when I worked with the GB hockey team, the inline hockey team, I was perhaps putting more effort into the locker room than my own family. Uh, I was trying to grow and scale my business and obsessed with closing deals and making money and saying to my family, hey, look what I'm doing here. I'm trying to make this work. You know, when we hear ourselves say that, hey, I'm trying to make this work for us, I think really what we're saying is I'm trying to make it work for me. And we go into a bit of survival mode. So I'm interested to know what you do to stay humble. And what I mean by that is reconnecting with our purpose. I have to reconnect with my purpose every day. My purpose is very strong. Anyone that knows my story, it's in my bio. My purpose is very strong. It drives me. It gets me out of bed every day. One, because I've seen the damage of a single-minded focus when we lose balance, lose balance in our lives. And I think we're at a time now, and I've been talking about this for about the last 18 months during COVID, but we're at a time now where people have reinvented themselves. They've created a platform for themselves, a new business, and they're driving forward. And you've got the three-year plan and it's all in, right? It's now or never. And I just want us to be mindful. I want you to be mindful of the other things in your life. You know, when I talk about the four keys, the business is key. We've got to go out and hunt. We've got to make money. We've got to feed our families. But at the same time, how do we do that whilst managing our physical health, our mental health, and our relationships, the people that care about us, the people that we care about? So I have to reconnect with that every day, even though my purpose is very strong, reconnecting with my values. And the reason is I don't want my goals to become my identity. For years, it's been my identity. If I could win the gold medal or become a professional hockey player, in America or whatever it is that I've arrived. When I grow my business and I start making X amount of money, then I've achieved something. And it's so easy then to lose who we are. And what if we fail? You know, failure does happen. There are failures along the way. And if we start to see that as our identity, 
that's even worse. And that's a tragedy when we start to say, well, I didn't achieve that. So that's who I am now. Or I have achieved this. So that's who I am. Our identity is not the medals around our neck. Our identity is not the car we drive. Our identity is not the money in the bank or the houses that we have or house we live in. This is not our identity. And it's something I learned in a book called Positive Intelligence by Shazad Shamin. And he talks about this game he plays with his child. And I've started doing it with my daughter, my six-year-old, and she plays along. She loves it. She enjoys it. She knows what's coming now. But I always say to her, hey, Freya, why do I love you? Why do I love you? And she'll say, I don't know, daddy. And I say, is it because of your beautiful red hair? And she'll say, yeah, that's what it is. And I say, no, it's not that. I say, is it because you do your chores around the house? And she'll say, yes, because I say, no, it's not that. And then I ask her, is it because you're kind to mummy and you help mummy with tidying up or whatever it is? And then she'll say, yeah, it's that. Or is it because you're great at rollerblading? Or I go through several things and I say, the reason why I love you, Freya, is because you're Freya. Nothing more, nothing less. Just always trying your best. And the reason why we play this game is because I don't want Freya to grow up believing that she is measured by her ability to do well at school, or she's measured by how well she behaves, or she's measured by the fun and joy she brings, or just because it gets a reaction, because any reaction then is important, right? I just want Freya, my daughter, my son, my eldest daughter to truly feel like they're loved unconditionally. And I think it's the same for self-love to love ourselves unconditionally, not to say, well, I will be happier when I've got more money. I'll be happier when I'm playing professionally. I'll be happier when I'm the CEO of my own organization making X millions. Because in truth is, and I've coached thousands of CEOs over the last 15 years, whether it's one-to-one or in a group setting, and the majority don't get any happier. You know, they, they might feel that they've achieved something, but they're always looking for that next goal because they're searching for happiness rather than saying, right now, I'm happy. I'm present, happy with what I have. The challenge then for all of us is to experience that self-love, to love ourselves completely 100%. That might sound a bit woo-woo and a bit fluffy, but to improve relationships, whether it's with our families, with our clients, with people that we care about, whoever it is, we have to start with ourselves. And I've worked with people that are in a toxic relationship and they're desperate to change that relationship. And I say to them, the relationship is irrelevant because your marriage or the relationship you're in, whether that person loves you or not, until you love yourself. Because if you don't, the relationship is always going to be a challenge. And actually, when we truly love ourselves unconditionally and we're humble and we are open-minded and we can show that vulnerability, if that person leaves or if that business collapses, or if we don't achieve the medal, it doesn't matter for the most part, because we're still satisfied, we're still content, and we can start again. There's always a place to start. We just start where we're at. I'm not one for work-life balance. I don't think it exists. If we love what we do, then we don't need work-life balance. But at the same time, there's something about being mindful, noticing what's going on. You know, In my health, I'm working really hard in my business. Why have I got a sore back? Or what's going on there? Just noticing some of the feelings that we have or how am I showing up in my relationship? I'm asking that. I ask my wife that. How am I showing up? You know, and get some feedback. My wife's check. She doesn't, she doesn't hold back on that kind of thing. Pretty direct. But I enjoy that feedback and I can level up and I can prove how I'm showing up or if I've just let the ball drop because I've been so focused on the business. This morning I was in the office at 7.30. I'm going to be in the office until nine o'clock tonight because I'm coaching clients 
on the west coast of America and they it's late in the day. So I'm not going to see my kids today, but I'll make up for it, right? So I'm going to, that's how I make balance. It's not that I'm going to finish at four so I can be home for dinner because that's not reality of, for an entrepreneur or a, a business owner or a business leader. Sometimes you have to put the hours in. I'm digressing. But anyway, I think you know my point here. So how do you stay humble? How do you stay focused? How do you create self-love? Let me know in the comments. So looking forward to working with you. I'm going to be here every day and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be on Clubhouse at 10 a.m. GMT talking to Mike Watman around creating winning teams. So if you're on Clubhouse, join us at 10 a.m. GMT. Uh, We'll be talking about how to create a winning team, whether that's internal or a virtual team. You know, if you're a solopreneur and you want to scale your business, but you don't want to bring people in, how do you do that with a virtual team? What does creating a high-performing virtual team look like? So we're going to explore that. And if anybody is interested in the challenge, I know a few people have been DMing me about the 10 daily habits. I've got a five-day challenge. Just send me a message and I will send you the link to take on the five-day challenge where we hit these 10 daily habits every day. It is life-changing. You speak to anyone that's in the program, you'll get to join the community. Saint, good to see you on here and saw your comment. Saint is absolutely killing it with the 10 daily habits. So I will see you tomorrow morning. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com. Hold up. 